Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Today I'm going to talk to you about Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 22 through 24. And I know you're familiar with it. And the point is, my topic is really how to counsel yourself. So here are the verses. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. This part of scripture is written in the midst of real troubles. But we can make use of this whether our troubles are real and difficult as well as if they are imagined. I've talked a lot about real troubles in other podcasts, so today I'm going to focus a little more on the imagined kind, but the application really is the same either way. Some days we women can feel defeated or discouraged or just down in the dumps, and it may be for no particular reason, or it may be because we're sick and tired, or it may be because we're in the midst of a real trial and we are weighed down. The author of Lamentations had plenty to feel sorrowful about. But whether it is due to real affliction or just because we have been nursing a case of self-pity, we need to respond like Christian women. We need to exercise our faith. And if it is not real troubles, but just sort of imaginary troubles in our heads, even so, we need to counsel ourselves through it. And it's very good practice for when the real troubles come. Sometimes we may not know why we feel down. We are just aware that our feelings are sad. So what do we do as faithful Christian women when this kind of thing occurs? How can we get ourselves out of the slump? Here are my suggestions from someone who's had experience getting myself out and some practice helping other women get themselves out. This is what I call grabbing yourself by the scruff of the neck and giving yourself a little shake, a little talking to. Don't give way to it, because once you let a big, sad spirit in, it's a very difficult guest to remove. So here's what I suggest. First, assume that you have something to confess. Of course, it's possible, though highly unlikely, that you don't. But I think it's safe to assume this is always a good place to start. So step one if we're going to use that term, steps. But seek the Lord's forgiveness. Ask Him to forgive you. Ask Him to bring anything to mind that you haven't taken care of. You can ask His forgiveness for not rejoicing in Him, for paying more attention to your feelings than to His Word. So go ahead and fill in the blanks. I don't know what sins you have to confess. Maybe you've been harboring some jealousy which leads to discontent and unhappiness, and it has settled in and you don't know why you feel miserable. Maybe you've been being critical of others and listening to yourself recount all the ways you've been wronged or overlooked. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you your sins. Confess them individually. Take your time, but don't wallow in it. Get it done. Then thank Him for His forgiveness. Thank Him for cleansing you of all your sins. And then say amen and get back up. Next, cry for His help. Help me now, Lord, to exercise my faith and remember your great faithfulness and mercies and promises. 
Pray for more faith, stronger faith. And I guarantee, however little you have, it's enough faith to trust God and it's enough to grow into greater faith. Remember, he said, if we had the faith of a size of a mustard seed, it doesn't take too much. <laughs> Place all you have, all your faith in him. Cry out for his help to get you out of this little slump, whatever it is. This is the perfect time to sing a hymn or a psalm. And another one, be thankful. Psalm 100 is a great place to go. And if you're going to sing, sing whether you feel like it or not. Don't say, I don't feel like singing. I don't want to sing. Right, of course you don't. (laughs) But we're not going to be led around by our feelings. Choose to do this. It's amazing how your feelings will follow along when you don't wait for permission from them. Psalm 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We have a family tuned to this song that Doug has led the family singing it with his guitar. It's an old chorus, but it's all scripture. It's so good. So sing it. Sing any hymns or psalms that you want, but this will be a good exercise of your faith. Next, recount his countless compassions to you. His mercies and compassions are new every morning. If it helps, write some of them down. If you don't have time for that today, think about them as you get on with your duties. How many mornings has the Lord given you so far? Thank Him for all His graciousness extended to you in the last year, in the last month, in the last week, in the last hour. You can't get to the end of it. Notice verse 24 of Lamentations 3. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in Him. This is great. This is telling your soul what is true speaking to your soul and letting your soul speak. (laughs) You're not listening to your feelings anymore. You are having a conversation with your soul. And your soul says, the Lord is my portion. I hope in him. You're not letting your soul tell you sad stories. This is you listening to, preaching to your soul. That's what's needed. So before you can hear the preacher, you must get your soul in order by the good grace of God. And then, fine, listen to some sermons. Uh, Listen to a good book on tape. Remind yourself that God is your portion. He is your God. Do this first. Make sure you have things back on track. He's your maker. Do a little preaching to yourself. And think about it. What does it mean that God is your portion? This is what Matthew Henry says. Portions on earth are perishing things but God is portion forever. While I have an interest in God, therein I have enough. I have that which is sufficient to counterbalance all my troubles and make up all my losses. Whatever we are robbed of, our portion is safe. This is that which I depend upon and rest satisfied with. Therefore will I hope in him. I will stay myself upon him and encourage myself in him when all other supports and encouragements fail me. 
It is our duty to make God the portion of our souls, and then to make use of Him as our portion, and to take comfort of it in the midst of our lamentations. All right, there's so many good things in that quote. He mentions that you will stay yourself upon Him and encourage yourself in Him when everything else fails. Our portion in the Lord is safe. Because we are Christians, we can find help and comfort in God. We have not been left to ourselves to figure it out. We have His Word. We have His presence. We have His promises. And whatever trouble we are in, real or imagined, it can always be worse. And we want to take responsibility for our feelings and get them in order and not let them drag us around, right? So, remind yourself of these things as you walk forward in faith, trusting God, and having a good testimony of His faithfulness for your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren to come. So important. Exercise your faith. Remember, He is your portion, and His mercies are new every morning. So lift yourself up. Praise the Lord. Sing to Him. Count your blessings. All these things are good spiritual disciplines for Christian women. Thank you for joining me. Blessings on your week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.